Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Bad Taste Video Podcast, episode 278 or 9. Where where are we at, man? 79, dude. 279. And I'm... I'm here with my, uh, I, I don't know, is there my hemoglobin homeboy, uh, Mr. Grizz? Yeah, for sure, man. I am, I am feeling it. But we're here. We're going to make it happen. So Yeah, yeah. We had some technical difficulties during the setup. Yeah. Uh, it's good to know if it was technical difficulties, just uh, pure stupidity on my part, but we got through it. Hey, man, that's that's what happens sometimes. You got to just, you know, you roll with it. But we're still here in Vampire Month Volume 2 uh, with another low-budget uh, vampire film that you probably haven't seen unless you own it on tape or a very odd-choiced DVD cover. <laughs> uh, but you know what? Let's hit that intro and we'll get into this movie. That is Mangles, the best <laughs> name ever. <laughs> uh, you know, Chris. Before we get into that movie, I gotta, I gotta say, man, uh, I finally got another Polonia Brothers film on tape. Uh, I'm working so on boy, that. Yeah. I'm working on that collection. Um, I got Blood Red Planet from my dude uh, Bruce, and now from my dude God's Tape at God's Tape uh, on Instagram. Terror House. I have acquired the VHS tape. Um, this is not the one that just went off on eBay. Um, My first question after you watched it was, uh, so what did you think? What'd you, did you like it? And you were instantly like, I liked it. You will not like yeah, it. I actually, I've seen this movie a bunch. Uh, I watch it on YouTube all the time because uh, I'm fucking weird like that. And uh, I was thinking like, man, I, I really need to get the actual tape of this. And my dude came through for me. Uh, had a... I had to trade some stuff. I'm, I'm sad to see it go, but you can always get that stuff again. But Polonia Brothers things, very hard to come by. Not as, uh, what? What would you say? that? Not not as abundant as a lot of these other go. things. Uh, I also got something else, which is uh, pretty, not, not an expensive tape, um, but this is a fucking awesome Olaf Ittenbach movie, uh, Beyond the Limits. Oh, Have you yeah, ever seen this? I haven't, but I've been, I was like, I watched a trailer for it, I think, on YouTube, and then like Olaf did a big write up about it and stuff on his Facebook page that I was reading. Yeah. It sounds like right up my alley, man. Yeah. It's, um, this one is, uh, is a PAL copy, um, not in English, but, um, you could find English subtitled versions out there and stuff. Uh, it's a semi anthology, I would say. There's two stories, kind of like The Burning Moon. 
Um, yeah. Fucking awesome, man. You would you would love it. You would love this movie. But uh, my new thing now it. is, yeah, my new thing now is like all these movies that we got via, you know, Shakarama, Burning Moon, um, you know, all those Dead Alive, all those foreign movies that we got through them. I'm trying to find the original versions now just because well, it's like a know, fun thing. <coughs> Excuse me. Speaking of uh, of Dead Alive, the production company that is not the best movie of all time, uh, <laughs> which is it's also probably one of my favorite production companies. Also, to be fair, uh, but you know the movie we're doing this week, one of the copies that I, I had was the the Dead Alive release. You have a different copy of this movie, correct? Yeah, I have the original uh, Epic Productions release. Of I was this wondering one. who the uh, who released it was, what the, the production company was. Yeah, this one has a really cool cover on it. It has the it has the vampire from the beginning, um, or maybe sort of the end. Uh, <laughs> uh, the back <laughs> is pretty cool too. Has the the biker dude that ends up getting killed. Um, awesome, awesome tape. I just recently got the well, not really that recently, but because I've been holding on to it for this month. Um, I've been after this one for a very long time. It used to be very expensive. Now it, you could get them pretty reasonably. Um, I think I paid. Well, I think that particular copy was probably expensive. I mean, the Dead Alive one, I think I paid twenty bucks for it. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah the, I'm like, talking. I'm talking about this one with the specific the cover. One, yeah. yeah, it's just because I want the the Dead Alive release. Just has like a picture of the uh, the vampire sisters on it, right? It's, yeah. it's I'm a completist, so like I was just like I need to get it because it was like. Yeah. Part of the Dead Alive collection and shit. So. But the movie ended up being awesome. Um, but I was after what this about? for a really long time. Got really lucky. Unfortunately, there's a little blip in the beginning. We're missing maybe like the first like five seconds. Yeah. The opening title card. I was like, where the fuck is the title card? You could find. You could movie. have. You could have. Uh, a pro tip: if it if you can't get the beginning one, they always put it at the end too. They always oh, show it at the that. end. Yeah. Um, oh, and there's like a little blip as you'll see in some of the clips, it gets a little wonky, the tracking, but, uh, I think it might be the tension on the tape is a little off. I wish I had a tape check machine that would, that would fix that. But so man, like this movie, like, you know, it's the first time watch for me. Um, I didn't know what to expect going into it. Uh, the cover of the, the one that you got is gnarly. So I was like hoping that it was going to be like this gnarly film. Um, there's aspects of it that are, um, but I still absolutely love this fucking movie. I feel like this movie had like the the writing of this movie was like a hollywood fucking dream movie to make like they're like this is going to be a big fucking movie because like, yeah yeah this it is going to make like it. a story that would be told in like a fucking big budget horror movie you know like it's got like yeah depth to this fucking these characters and shit yeah i i agree with that um i have never seen this movie until i bought it and then i saved it um to watch for this specifically so I really wasn't too sure what I was getting into either. Um, Sutter Kane rules. He told me that it was a fucking awesome movie. And usually we yeah. we like the same stuff. So when he says, I, you know, this movie's awesome, I generally like it also. Um, and it, it wasn't disappointing at all. Uh, unfortunately, it is impossible to find on the Internet. Right. I didn't think I could not find a streaming copy of this. Um, I don't know. Maybe if you're signed though. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, maybe if you're signed up to our Patreon, maybe you could possible. check it out. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's possible. But um, it's unfortunate that this doesn't have a Blu-ray release of some sort at this point because Matter of I, time, I, I though, think right? it's... Uh, I mean, it, it, 
it's worth it. Yeah, it's a hidden you know? gem for sure. It has the same feeling to me as like Murder Lust, as like the early Don Dollar stuff, like Fiend. It has like a very uh, even things like Killer. It has like a very similar. Like vibe to it yeah and like the yeah. way that the people are um portraying these characters the acting in the movie oh, um yeah, the killer's score great. killer's a great fucking comparison because like the way that movie's filmed also is like it, i don't want to say like you know dreamlike or whatever but it's it's fucking weird like and this movie has like just a weirdness to it man i don't know i can't, I can't explain it so uh probably something scientific over my head so according to imdb this was filmed in jacksonville florida westport new york but i also saw somewhere else that the dude that plays um oh man what's his what's the the main guy's name in this uh bob the dude that the dude that plays bob said that they filmed some of the shit on long island and huntington so okay. uh, you know you, Bob. you could kind of hear it and the people's <laughs> accents are for sure long island accents the people yeah. like the dude in the fucking convenience store um even oh even God. bob and everything Great like yeah these guys all sound like guy. let's see this this bob's imdb paul borg borghese seems Sounds to be in a right. lot of seems to be in a lot Old of bob. mafia movies uh, He's, you know, he could absolutely pull that off. He looks like uh, the, the part of a mafioso, which is funny because like there's like scenes of him in like a, a biker bar where he's like intimidated by all. You know, I'm like, dude, yeah, he's, he, all, he's, he's yeah, not he's, a small dude. Like, what the fuck are you worried about? Apparently, I guess he's from Brooklyn or some shit like that. So it makes yeah, sense that there would be some stuff. Sure. Yeah. But uh, he uh, portrays like this really meek dude. Um, his, I guess, ex-girlfriend after the first like 10 minutes of the movie. Um, she, uh, she like walks all over him. Her name's Roxanne maybe. Right. And uh, yeah, she just fucking treats him like shit. She's going out with other dudes and all that stuff. You know, before we get into a dude at the house that like, she fucking, oh my God. And he leaves, he leaves the jacket. Yeah. He leaves, he, he leaves a jacket. He's like, Hey, uh, is this your jacket? She's (laughs) like, no, yes. But then he finds the guy's wallet in there. It's like, oh, God damn it. But, but Chris, why don't you give these people a synopsis? before we get into this any further uh, all right so if you don't uh, think you could do it man i i feel like i know like, this one i mean I'm, I'm on some cold meds and i'm pretty stoned but i think i could fucking I could pull this all together dude we got bob <laughs> uh a, a hopeless romantic if you will looking to find love who truly a good guy fall in love. yeah he's a good guy bro I, dude right he really yeah. was a good fucking guy yeah he means well anyways he, uh, he falls in love with the wrong lady, you know, because she's part of this duo of vampire sisters brought back from the grave to wreak havoc upon a town that fucking cursed them. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, yeah. it's, it's an awesome story, dude. Yeah. A tale as old as time, right? As old as fucking time. <laughs> uh, would you say that this is a uh, a romance movie like IMDb it says it is? No, it totally is. Like, that's why I think I said that, like, uh, this could be. Like it's it's written as if it was like going to be a Hollywood movie, like a big fucking they're gonna spend money on this. Like it has all the the, the fucking workings of like that, like you know, horror movie, like a fright night kind of, if you will. Yeah. Like there's like a weird little love story going on, but like 
I, I could see they were going for that, man. And like, I, I appreciate the uh, the effort that was put into the writing of Dude, this movie. This could have went into the direction of like Vampire Cop. You know what I mean? Very, very easy Easily. to go that yeah. way. But uh, yeah. it didn't. It went to the fiend direction. Uh, I really do like the dynamic of the two vampire sisters uh, in the beginning sequence of the movie where these teenagers break into this crypt. They end up getting attacked by uh, by Angela, right? Or is that? No, that's Cassandra that that's attacks amazing. them. Yeah, it's like the main sister, the one because like she wakes up the little sister to fucking yeah, wreak takes, havoc with takes her. the garlic out of her mouth, right? But uh, we do have a clip of this opening sequence, and it's pretty funny because like they open up the uh, like they open up the movie like with a fucking bang, right? Oh yeah, that's why I was like, I'm in. Let's do this, dude. So they're playing spin the bottle, s- strip spin the bottle, right? Holy shit. Yeah. They get attacked by this gooey vampire creature. <laughs> this thing's just going around the room biting people. Love that. What do you think of the uh, the credits coming up? Just like fucking white block lettering over this. <laughs> it's so casual. Yeah. It was very, uh, dis- you know, distracting, in my opinion, to, like, a really fucking cool scene. I think, you know, save it for the end, man. Like, yeah, so... Everybody in the fucking beginning. Those credits rolled for a long time. Yeah, so, and that, like, fucking... Oh, yeah. <laughs> they do that a lot. <laughs> I, I kind of like it, man. It, like, adds, like, this chaotic nature it's to the beginning sequence. Yeah. yeah. It, almost, it, it, like, almost feels like you're watching something like Cemetery of Terror. Like one of those like Mexican horror movies where they go into the graveyard and something happens. Oh, it, yeah, it has a very similar vibe to that kind of movie, dude. But like with this like just straight up like okay, dude. You know how you said like it was like a romance movie, dude? Yeah. I legitimately throughout this film felt so bad for Bob, our main character. Yeah. Like I, I like you said, he's a good fucking guy. And like he he like has this horrible relationship in the beginning. This dude, this this like you know, girls cheating on him and shit, using him for his money, and then he like meets this like you know, cute blonde at the fucking movie theater. Everything goes great for mm-hmm. him, and then like he starts thinking that like she's running out and cheating on him, and he's following yeah. her around town, and she, she's doing crazy shit, dude. I was just like, man, Bob cannot catch a fucking break, dude. No, because um, because he I doesn't hard. he doesn't become aware of her vampirism until like three quarters or so away and actually more just probably like 15 minutes before the movie ends that is about three quarters of the way this movie is very short this movie is very short which is fucking awesome no no that's that was what i sent you bro uh the actual movie itself is only like like 68 minutes i don't know it wasn't long at all yeah yeah but he's like kind of in the dark throughout this whole thing and not only does he like think his like girls cheating on him she also he also sees her like fucking kill somebody so it's like a double whammy (laughs) it's like jesus christ i'm surprised this guy doesn't have a heart attack at some point well this is this is like that cool thing that's going on throughout this film is like we have this like story between like bob and like uh what the hell is her name the not cassandra but angela angela yeah (laughs) yeah yeah that's right (laughs) fucking and like well that's going on there's like this whole thing going on where like there's a murderer in this town and they're finding fucking bodies all over the place and stuff and he's friends with the cop so he's getting like information and shit dude he's joining the posse it's just well thought you know like the whole thing is very thoughtful the whole thing is like put together with like such intent and like it all makes such perfect sense 
when like low budget movies like this come together, I don't need it to be like a a, a bloodbath the entire time because that's not what yeah. this movie is. But it holds up such an easy watch, man, and it does pay off in the end with some with some pretty solid, you know, somewhat gore. Yeah, it moves along pretty quickly. I feel like yeah. I uh, like I was watching it and. Before I knew it, it was halfway over. And before I knew it, we we're like at the end stage of the film. I was like, Jesus, this is exactly how I like these movies. It's like the so, Japanese horror movies that are like 58 minutes long. Which oh, is yeah, great. Dialed in, dude. Yeah, I mean, exactly. But, Cut uh, all the bullshit. So out of all the movies we covered this month, I feel like this is the first one that like really brings us back to uh that vampire lore that we fucking that we like always talk about with these movies. Like these vampires obviously like they got cursed by having like garlic put in their mouth when they were buried so that like you know it renders them fucking you know they can't move yeah, or whatever yeah. and shit um so that's cool the whole garlic thing they have the sunlight effect where it's like they can't be fucking seen out in the day there's like some cool scenes that we'll see that uh, involves that we get like the stake through the heart thing there's a lot of like really just old school vampire you know rules that yeah. apply to this film that i was just i've been missing that all fucking month man yeah so to see that was great. we didn't we didn't get the uh no no reflection in the mirror unfortunately yeah. i didn't notice that one uh in this maybe okay. it happened and just slipped by me but so i thought they were setting something up with this scene that we're about to play i thought because after like bob and angela meet they go out on these dates and stuff like that um and there's like the the weirdest artist at this fucking carnival who like off like he like it's a portrait artist dude and I, this scene is just ridiculous to me it's the only reason why i took it but i thought they were setting something up where like you know he's gonna see something and like draw like you know fangs or something but it's not that at all he just draws a normal fucking picture of her but he's so weird you know what's really funny about that i thought the same thing like he right? was like he was gonna be looking in a mirror as he's doing it to like paint them and, and she wasn't there. That's yeah. what I thought too. Yeah. Bingo. Uh, but this dude really so is we pretty. Get this. Just this creep. <laughs> yeah, this dude looks like a fucking serial killer for sure, though. <laughs> Look at his shirt. He's what wearing like a Hawaiian shirt with his hamburger oh, meat no. hanging out. Good for you, bud. Look at this guy. He, he looks like Look a. Guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the given eyes, the, dude. Given the people's eyebrow. He looks like a fucking <laughs> discount Tim Curry. Right? Look, Why is he oh doing my that, God. You should fuck? see the face he's making as he's doing this. Unbelievable. Oh. <laughs> I was like, dude, fuck yeah. I was like, hey, it's good. Look. <laughs> it's just a normal, like, well, high well, like, level drawing. <laughs> I was going to say, the portrait looks like it was done in 1776, also. Dude, it's not good. Yeah. At all. Like, like, that would be on, like cool. hanging on the wall in the fucking Abigail Mansion and the King oh. Diamond fucking album. Um, dude. It, it's, pretty, it's pretty funny that, like, they added that in. Like, I don't know if that was supposed to be funny or not. I don't know if that was done purposefully or the guy just like oh, i'm gonna act this out made, like you know made me laugh even more though is later on in the movie you see that fucking picture like framed and hung up in bob's apartment oh yeah it's like, like yeah. my lady right there bro. yeah roxanne like fucking references it at one point uh another uh, thing that i found really funny in this and uh it's actually kind of a brutal scene but i don't, I don't know why i found this funny um they do a flashback at one point when she's like telling the story of her of her and her sister getting cursed and shit but like this flashback is wild because they make it seem like people were just going around stabbing people to death right like that's what the the vibe they give in this 
Well, yeah, they kind of do the whole thing like, well, it was, it's very similar to like the witch trial, like the whole thing in yeah, Salem, like the, where like, like the Salem accusing everybody and shit, and like that's what they were saying. Like everybody thought each other was were vampires, and it kind of just shows in this scene that they were just like fucking each other up. Man. Yeah, they were fucking going hard. They were taking like <laughs> Home Depot fucking lawn spikes at each other. <laughs> but these dudes are dressed <laughs> like they're in the blue. fucking Revolutionary War. That plague I told you about. That was a rash of they, and like attacks. two dudes just like run up on one guy, so tackle him, they just start stabbing him to death. They run him through, I think, as they would say in those times. <laughs> Runneth through. <laughs> Runneth through it. Yeah, there it is, dude. Oh, this is great. I love the blood in the puddles. What's up, oh. Brendan Timmons? What's up, Viano Films? What's up, Dick Mangle? Alan Cantation, as always, what's going on? Uh, but yeah, the, like that scene, for whatever reason, it just looks funny. Probably probably because everybody's dressed in like Revolutionary War era shit, like 1777 stuff. Um, it, it, but like it is kind of fucked up because the guy's like oh, yeah. being held down and stabbed to death. You see the blood shooting everywhere. And, and that's like one of those things where like they give you a little gore there. You don't see the guy getting like fucking disemboweled or anything, but you see blood getting shot onto these fucking, you know, pages floating in the river. And it's it like works. It's good. It's tasteful. <laughs> it makes me want that movie so bad. This guy making that movie about fucking these like that town going through this fucking vampire hysteria of just like accusing each other just like the brutality that unfolds i want that movie shot in this way just like that fucking scene was because it would be awesome to have that just man. do the I same exact movie, movie but everybody dressed like that and just do it everybody like shot somewhere on, yeah go yeah, to dude. go to colonial Fuck. williamsburg and shoot it right <laughs> right there out for the weekend say it's like a party um, you gotta pay extras they're just fucking motherfuckers walking around like that <laughs> just start filming it with the camcorder um <laughs> i really do like the relationship between angela and bob because they do like truly like each other but he is like so fucking he's like weary of everything and rightfully so because he finds out some fucked up shit actually happens um so a big thing in this movie is Angela goes to a bar and to look for a victim. And this sets off some other things in motion. But um, one thing I want to mention beforehand, because I'm glad you grabbed the clip. It's funny as fuck. And even Bruce fucking said something about this too to me. <laughs> um, he follows her into a convenience store. Okay. Okay. So first of all, they're like sleeping at night and she just randomly gets up. And like puts on this like handcuff like S and M fucking outfit and just leaves. Bounces, so he's yeah. like, he's like, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck is that? So it was just like, just the wildest scenario. So he follows her into this convenience store and uh, some like, how old would you say this dude is? Eighteen. Got to be yeah, eighteen, nineteen years old. Yeah, this young ass dude's talking to him because he's like trailing her. She don't know that he's there, but the way this guy talks, the things he says just like it has it has to be movie. a joke it has to be a joke Look at that this looks like every deli i've ever been in 
sausage and smelt like that, and my life with those handcuffs and everything, she must be into bondage and all that kind of other kinky stuff. Where are you? Stop, but she was pretty hot and you control that. Shut up. <laughs> Dude standing in the back like the Terminator. God, that bar over there must be slime ball heavy. Slime ball heaven, dude. That's the best line he's got, in the fucking movie. He's got the speed lines shaved into the side of his head. Fucking this, bro, this movie, I had man. that. I had the fucking. I rocked those steps for years, bro. The did you fucking really? mullet with the fucking steps. That was my shit growing up, man. Did Did you do like I the ZZ it. Top Z? Did you ever do that? Nope, just the fucking, just the two lines, baby. Just the two steps with the fucking long back. I was partying, dude. That's like, that's like the, uh, it's like the white version <laughs> of the hard part. Like where you get like the shave thing. Just doing yes, the fucking, dude. the lines in the side of your mullet. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I pulled the picture, dude. That shit is great, man. Dude, I couldn't, I could just imagine you right now riding like a fucking dirt bike like that. <sighs> that's Damn. exactly what I was doing, man. Wearing a Bart Simpson I shirt. Just, like, my older cousin like raced be uh you know fucking um motocross and shit like that he's like a sponsored motocross racer wow and that motherfucker he had a mullet with the fucking steps and i was like well then, then your I boy's gotta have it. a fucking mullet with the steps wearing, so. a, wearing a fox racing shirt fox, yep dude fuck yeah that's exactly it. speaking of which i received my motorcycle oh, yeah, license dude. you're a big uh, boy now yeah this weekend <laughs> i uh officially did it finally um i am i am legal <laughs> to ride a motorcycle without a helmet now. No, looking I ain't doing nice, that shit. Uh, looking at some pretty nice, uh, you know, mopeds and stuff like that. I, as I heard, <laughs> so it's gonna be cool for you. Yeah, I got. I'm gonna get myself a trike or a uh, yeah, what's what are those with uh, an e-bike? Maybe I don't know. No, <laughs> I like the, I like the trikes with the two front tires and the little back one. That's dude, fucking... <laughs> dude, the, some of those trikes look like you can legitimately do fucking 200 miles an hour in them. Yeah, dude, they're, they're like tanks, man. I would get yeah. one. I would get one. Long cruises, maybe you know. Dude, fuck it. I'll put you on the back. Yeah, you could go on the back. We'll I go to VHS Fest and that, right? <laughs> Just pull it up. Um, so uh, after she goes into this fucking <laughs> deli <laughs> convenience store, they uh, they end up in a bar. He's still trailing her. They leave the bar because she picks up this fucking like greasy looking guy, like the stereotypical um, bar, like towny bar asshole, and um, she fucks him up right this Dude. is this is the scene that's on the back of the box and uh it's actually kind of like i'm not gonna say disturbing but like this is like a good use of like the gore the lighting the setting and everything it gives it like a really cool point of view of which it's shot is fucking excellent through yeah. this like window like broken window hole like, like a you basement know, window frame it it adds so much to the way this fucking scene looks, man. So Bob's peeping through, and she's like, she's biting the fuck out of his neck, and he's just gushing blood. Imagine seeing that. The music playing. And, and this is where everything starts to unfold. You know, he starts to learn about like who Angela is, the fact that she has this sister, that they're, they're, like, feeding on these men to, like, stay alive and stuff like that. And there's this whole wild thing about, like, her boss at this fucking historical society, like, 
knows about everything. It's, it's not is her like, boss. It, it's the dude no, it's, that the older sister like hypnotized. Hypnotized, right? He's in love with her, type of fucking thing, dude. So like he like has to keep both of them safe in this fucking historical society with the, the fucking coffins. It, it's so wild how many layers to the story there really are with such like a, a small you know movie that they were making, dude. It's so good. I, I just I couldn't imagine being in his position. Like you you walk up on that, you think she's like cheating on you, but she's actually a vampire feeding like, oh, on this God. dude. <laughs> I'd be like, oh. I, I honestly have no clue what I would do. I guess I wouldn't like, I wouldn't do anything really, because like she yeah, she hasn't you... bitten me yet, so like I'm I'm safe probably. And if That's I like, I if I call the cops, what? like she might come after me then. So. No, I'll cops just, are never the answer. I would, I would definitely say that. Like, I would just probably be like, "All right, I've slept with her like a bunch. Like, if she wanted to I, bite me, am I a vampire now? Can vampire, can yeah. vampirism go that way? Is it like an STD? Like, is it? <laughs> 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 she didn't even bite me, bro. And I fucking am a vampire now. <laughs> yeah. So, so that scene like really complicates the relationship, and it sets a bunch of things in motion because uh he's like like you said he's like friendly with the the local police officer and all that shit and they're looking for this biker right for a majority of the remainder uh remainder of the movie you gotta call blade uh, <laughs> i think blade would make short work of these two um i don't think they would stand the <laughs> fucking chance uh but it's it's like really a cool reveal because you're waiting for him to find out that she's a vampire you know throughout the whole movie that that's her deal he doesn't and you're just waiting to see what happens and uh he handles it pretty like pretty well i guess <laughs> he just goes home goes back to again. sleep and then it's just like a little quiet the next day and she's like all okay. right what's wrong this is another thing where like they were setting up this scene that i thought was going to be something completely different because i thought like okay he went back home he fell asleep his alarm goes off in the at like four, you know, thirty or whatever. So it's still kind of dark out. That's when they get up, and uh, she's back in bed, back in her nightgown. You know, nothing ever happened. I thought they were gonna be like, "Oh, Bob thought he was dreaming that." Yeah, yeah. And they were gonna be like, "Oh, he's like he's skeptical, but he doesn't like think." You know, like he he wouldn't reacted the way that he was reacting in, in the movie itself. He'd be like, yeah. "Oh, you know, I'm crazy. I'm losing my mind. Like I must." I must have dreamed that she got up and I fucking saw her eat this biker or some shit, yeah, you know? Yeah. It, it didn't go that way, but I thought they were setting it up to for sure. Well, they do use a dream sequence towards the end where he like dreams he kills her. Like yeah. that's like a that's, that's a thing. That was not a left field. I was like, oh shit. Like, well, I was yeah, I, I didn't know like they got me. They work me, brother. Yeah, me too. They got me, brother. They <laughs> <I> got it. <laughs> um, but uh, it's kind of cool because, like, she does seem like she's kind of a good person, and like, she kind of feeds on what I assume to be kind of like sleazy, shitty people. What it seemed like, yeah, right. But like, the sister, the older sister, is not as uh, as nice, right? She's a she's kind of a piece of shit. Uh, and I do like that dynamic because she's kind of pushing Angela throughout the whole movie, right? Like she kind of doesn't right. really approve of what's going on. Uh, but before we get to that whole thing, I just want to mention one other clip that we have that happens a little bit earlier in the film. Um, and I don't know how he doesn't realize something is going on at this point. 
but uh, they're driving home and she starts freaking the fuck out because the sun is starting to rise. And not only is she like freaking out, but she's actually um, like starting to react. Right. And uh, it's this like, it's there were so many like scenes like this where they were like building up like there's something going on here, bro. Like they went out to dinner and she ordered a raw burger instead yeah. of like having it cooked at all. Like they kept having these things. And this was another one of those scenes where they were like, uh, there's something fucking going on here, Bob, if you were to pay attention a little bit. Like, he's please, just man. like this oblivious, like, you know, dope, man. He doesn't like realize anything is wrong throughout the whole thing until it's like yeah. in his face that something is wrong yeah he he's just happy to be there but this scene is pretty cool i i haven't really seen another movie like this right like it's better than the than the lost boys thing where like they're driving with the fucking black like this is like you see her actually getting sick and like get fucked up from like the sun starting to rise so like, like she has in her face too, you know? this music is really good too awesome score to the film yeah the music the whole thing is fucking awesome is that an old is that a nissan is that a, a like a 300 z <laughs> yeah so like the sun is starting to come out and like she's holding her eye like her face looking like she's you know in pain of some sorts kind of stumbling around too, running towards That's the crazy. graveyard which is also awesome Right, like the the historical society is located right next to the cemetery. Right so, yeah. yeah. So like she's like kind of getting, you know, all she's all out of it and shit. But she's like in the graveyard still. It's a really cool sequence. Really kind of adds longer than that too. Like the the beginning of it's a little bit longer. They're in the car and like you can actually see the sun getting brighter and brighter and her like panicking more and more and yeah. shit like that. With that music and everything, it's just a, a fucking vibe, dude. It, it's it's stressful to almost fucking watch yeah. to see the panic this. and i'm not one to like say something like that but it actually adds like a layer to like the Ooh. film yeah yeah like it, it it makes you kind of feel bad for her at this point right like she just uh, wants yeah, to yeah. fucking be with this guy and like you know it's, yeah, it's, it's true because kinda... i i think that her feelings for bob are legitimate like i don't think she's like has any ulterior alternative motives other than like really being into bob so that's why, like, she's not biting him and shit like that. She's trying to, like, keep him from all this stuff. So, like, even when all this stuff comes out, like, she's not like, well, I got to fucking eat Bob now. Her sister wants to, but, like, she's yeah. not into that, you know? No, no. So they actually end up having to um, gang up on the sister, right? Yeah. Like, that that becomes a thing. And there's a cool sequence where they kind of escape her and the sunlight it hit her arm her in up. the fucking catacomb, dude. So, like, her arm is sticking out of the side of it and shit. And then the fucking sun roasts her ass. And she has, like, this fucking gangly, like, strong hand. Look at arm. Uh, it's pretty cool. We have a clip of it. Um, yet again, man, like, it, it has, like, a cool vibe to it. The way that it, like, the door that it was, like, um, you know, coming through and everything. So there's the sunrise. Music. That's good. That's the sister yelling, and like you see the fucking melting hand sticking out of the door. Like it's all fucked up looking, it's all gooey and shit. She brings it in here too. Yeah. She's in her freaking out. How could you do this? I love it. I just love like that reaction. Like it it's 
it, it, yeah, it's like over the top, but like it would be over the top. Like it's it's fucking wild, man. I think yeah. that is such a cool scene. And the way that it's lit, how it's like kind of dark, like it's kind of creepy. It's like a little unsettling, right? It has a real cool atmosphere to it. Like this would have been something where if I watched this when I was like a really little kid, I would have been scared. I sure, probably, yeah, dude, it would have fucked me it, up. Unsettling, unsettling is the best word for a lot of the atmosphere that this movie creates with the music and like the, the, the lighting of everything, dude, it's very unsettling, man. Like, even that, like you said, like before, like that bar scene, like that's kind of unsettling too. Cause you're waiting for yeah. something to happen to her. You're waiting for something to happen to somebody else, right? There's a oh, lot that of that one like, guy gives the fucking Bob a wedgie, and that was pretty fucking funny. I like that part. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, one, one thing. I have to say is that this movie probably has one of the best like ending what 10 minutes of, of like any movie it's, we've covered on this fucking podcast. Up. Yeah. It totally just goes balls to the wall for the ending. Um, the sister does indeed attack them again in the house, right? Later on that next night, she comes for them. Um, it does not well, specifically she comes for Bob. Really? Yeah. Well, because she she figures if Bob is gone, then they could just go back to normal doing their vampire shit. Right. Um, before we get to that, uh, actually, no, 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 because this actually happens after. So the sister yeah. attacks them, and it comes down to Angela killing Cassandra. But the thing that I liked about this is the TV is on and what comes on? Like, it's like a televangelist church thing on the fucking TV and the cross affects Cassandra because it's like right there in her face. I've never seen that in a movie and I fucking love it. I love it. It, 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 once again, the atmosphere and the vibe that this whole thing creates with the TV, the fucking sound, the, the intensity of the fact that like Angela has to kill her own sister, but at the same time that will set her free from this yeah. fucking curse. So it's like a, a double-edged sword, dude. Incredible for this fucking movie. Like this has no business telling this good of a story, man. So here is uh, Angela dispatching her sister. Uh, so the cross comes on the TV, the pillar of fire network. And, and this stuns her. She's blinded by it. And Angela comes up with the stake. That giant sword. Yeah. Plunges it through her heart. This is filmed awesome. The blood splattering on the cross on the TV. And then that Angela. That shot right there alone looks so good, dude. And then Cassandra falls out of the window, which is kind of funny. But. <laughs> That leads to another awesome sequence where her face just Ugh. fucking melts while they're outside. This is, this is fucking awesome. This is Indiana Jones. Yeah. It is one of the best face melts I've seen in a movie, and it's done in such a low-budget feature like this. Definitely had to oh, be like a wax. Is... Oh, God. We better get you to a hospital. I think it's just the funniest line in this vampire. We got to get you to a hospital. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what, what the yeah, fuck right. are they going to do for you? But that, it's such an awesome scene of um, just like the vampire 
being dispatched and like finally dying. And you don't get the blade where it just turns to ash, but you also don't just get like a dead body. It does something like it melts away and all that's left is like the bone. Right. And, uh, I kind of wanted the movie to end right here. Right. Like, yeah, well we get, we get one last thing. Um, like we said before, um, the dude that runs the fucking um, his, the historical society is like under their spell, and he uh, makes a, yeah he makes a surprise visit I guess to Bob's house because <laughs> Roxanne is also there his ex Roxanne makes a surprise visit also <laughs> yeah she like gives him like an ultimatum he, she like shows up and is like yeah I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you like a deal here. Um, you could have your wife and everything, but you're going to take care of me financially or, you know, there's going to be, she basically said the bikers are looking for you or looking for the person that killed their buddy. And I know it's your fucking, your new little wifey. So you're either going to pay me out or you're fucking, I'm going to tell these bikers yeah. where you're at, you know? So it was, it but, was cool. That, that was cool and stuff. I just, I don't know. This well, is a fun scene. Well, the dialogue I, is great. I, I like this because she finally gets like what she deserves because she's such a piece that of shit true. throughout the whole she's movie. Yeah, she yeah. gets her comeuppance. But I love this fucking scene too, just because of her reaction when this dude shows up. Fantastic! <laughs> I always wanted to meet Mrs. Friedman. He walks Who the in looking fuck all. Are you? <laughs> Who the Who fuck, the fuck are, are you? <laughs> He's all That's fucking not... deranged you looking. Killed her. You killed Cassandra, the most important woman of my life. <laughs> He sees her with the steak, just goes after her. <laughs> he pulls out a he pulls out a knife. He stabs her, and I guess uh she stabs him too, right? Because there's two dead yeah. bodies at the end um yeah. for for Angela to feast on. But I, I love how like they get her at the end in such like a ridiculous way. Almost like something from Blood Diner. Right? Like that's yeah. It it it's I guess the only reason why I felt like it was weird was because it's a different, it's a totally shift in like vibe from this movie. Well, the movie could have like, ended at that point once right. uh, Cassandra's it, I dead. It I do enjoy this uh, that scene because it's fucking hilarious. Just that line of "Who the fuck are you?" and the way she delivers it is like, it's awesome. Who the like, fuck I, are fucking, you? Yeah, but it just is. It, it's just a different mentality than the rest of the film has. So to like have it be like that quick switch around to being like this like zany fucking like, you know, kind of thing was just like, I don't know. I It, it was a good ending, but I, I like, like the it. ending of them killing the fucking main vampire, the lift, the, the curse is lifted happily ever after for our, our hero. Bob, no, the curse, right? I don't think, no, the curse isn't lifted. Isn't that the whole deal though? That like, no, I think she just doesn't have they, to deal with the sister anymore. Because, they said in the one, in the one scene, they said, if I have to kill my sister in order to have this curse lifted from me because they both have this thing where they have to feed. But she said, because my sister made me a vampire, it's that whole like vampire lore thing. If you killed the head vampire or the one that made you a vampire, you're no longer a vampire. Oh, I, I, cause I, I saw the two dead bodies at the end and figured that like, that was, you know, her, for her to eat, I guess. I, I don't hearing them. I guess I gotta watch. The, I got. I gotta watch the movie another two times. I guess. Um, but Grizz, why don't you give me your final thoughts on Vampires Embrace from 1991? I mean, wild film <clears throat> has no business being as good as it is. 
it's 100%. Track it down. Um, there's a couple different, like we said, we've already mentioned there's a few different copies that you can get of this film. Um, do what you can to get your hands on it. Um, there is, you know, like we said, possible places that you could pay monthly to be a member of that you can maybe possibly see a movie like this if you were once, you know, thinking about doing that. But that being said, go and find this movie anywhere that you can because it's, it, it's fucking ridiculous the story that they tell in this 60 minutes uh, with all of, like, you know, the layers that Mike said that they put into it. It's, it, it, it's incredible. It really is. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at the movie right now. I think, I think she's still a vampire at the end of this because he has the two dead bodies in the refrigerator. Like I, okay. I, I took that as like, I just know that to... scene. She absolutely says that like, if she kills her sister, it's like, yeah, she's, she's, she's out of it. I'm going to, I'm going to have to, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah, I'll be watching tomorrow. I'll let you guys know. Uh, but yeah, I really like this one. Uh, unfortunately, it's hard to find. Um, it's I don't know where it is on Limezone or Patreon right now. But uh, uh, I really do recommend trying to track down a copy of the tape. You have two different tapes that you could find. You have a copy of the DVD that you could also find. But I love this fucking movie. Highly recommended. Brendan Thomas says uh, you guys should cover Die Hard Dracula. Uh, that will be something that we will eventually probably do. Uh, but we have something else in store for next week. Uh, we're actually going to the land down under. Right? That's this, that's my... This, this is fucking... We don't know what this is going to be like. All right? This is the first time watch for both of us. We, we kind of realized at the last minute that there was another week left in November. We're like, oh, fuck. We need to do another vampire movie. Uh, and I found this one on a whim, man. Uh, uh, Wicked, a.k.a. Vampires of the Outback or Outback Vampires. I think that's what it is. Outback Vampires. Outback Vampires. Um, you do a little research, you'll be able to find it. You can watch it. Um, hopefully, it's as ridiculous as I'm assuming that it's going to be. I'm, I'm addicted to anything from Australia. I fucking I love the culture. Yeah. I love the fucking the accent and shit. So hopefully, all the movies I've ever seen from there are fucking awesome. Dead and so Hopefully, this falls right in. That's a fucking movie. awesome movie. Uh, that Wolf Creek movie that from like the fucking hostile days. Yeah, that was that, that was good period. shit. I saw that in Great theaters. Movie, dude. Yeah, I, like I think that. they made a sequel to that. Um, they made like probably ten of them. Are you kidding me? All those fucking movies, but, man. But you could hear all about Outback Vampires <laughs> next right. week at nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time on our YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash at Bad Taste Video Podcast. Um, Grizz, it's time for the wide world of metal. And what the fuck do you have for us this week? I have, I am. And that is the fucking name of the band. They are a, uh, a death metal band from Texas. And man, the Texas death metal scene is, is just fucking blowing up. There's been so many good bands that have come out of that state over the past few years. Um, and this one is, is, is no different, man. This song um, this is from the video from the song Surrender to the Blade. Everything about this band I just thought I was it. fucking like, it's perfect, dude. Like, I love it. it. Me and you talked about it a little bit that it, it, it kind of is reminiscent to me of like early Lamb of God, Burn the Priest stuff. Um, it's just, it's like that kind of like heavy just before that band like took a shit and like started making horrible music. Like this is everything that's good about like Lamb of God music in my opinion, but heavier too. I don't think it's as way like, heavier. It's way heavier. It's way heavier, but it's like, I guess it's his vocal delivery reminds me a little bit of Maybe life it's at more times. so him. Yeah. Cause like the music itself, 
um, I feel like it's like almost at some points like borderline doom riffs or like black and doom riffs. Not black and doom, like yes. fucking like death doom type shit. Is that a? Is no, that no, a I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like it's it's it's, it's, it's really like it's it. really fucking awesome. Uh, the video is cool as fuck. Um, it perfectly uh, captures how I feel when I listen to the song. It makes me want to wear fucking knight armor and armor fight and other motherfuckers. Death. Yeah, so <laughs> so let's roll the first fucking clip that we have here. Give you a little yeah. taste of this. Uh, let's let's go. Let's roll. Yeah, look at these guys fighting. Knights hitting each other with axes and shit. That's what I'm about. Jackson guitars. That's what I'm about too. Yeah, I know. That's the thing that the guitars. Yeah. Nice, Jackson. Big. Awesome. It's just that like tinge to his voice. That's a little bit like 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 Randy's is. Yeah, I, I really, for whatever reason, I'm like extremely into this fucking music. It's got like that fucking driving groove to it. You know, like yes. it, it's it's really fucking awesome. I never heard of this band before. This is the first time I'm listening to all these uh, bands most of the time. Uh, but I'm really impressed with this one. I'm really so I'm into so it. this is off the Eternal Steel album from last year at uh, the entire album. Um, is put together just as as well as this this one track is, and it all does have that. It's like a driving, hook driven fucking death metal, man. Um, it it it's just like heavy on. Like it doesn't go too technical, which I think is great. Yeah, like, I I'm not a big fan of like tech death and shit like that, and it just gets you to want be heavy like, riffs, bro. You want caveman riffs. You know, I don't want like the super triggered drums and the fucking gated guitars that sound mechanical and shit like. I want to hear some fucking some ring out and some fucking some sloppy fucking distortion and shit, dude. This band offers all of that to me. And then the the vocal the vocalist just being like this like fucking beast of a dude who looks the part, he sounds the part. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's the entire package, you know. Like I say that so much. Where um, if a, a bad frontman will fucking destroy a band, you, yeah. I'm sure you guys have all went out. You've seen a, an amazing band musically. With the most awkward fucking front man, where you're like, it, this man. is dumb. Like, I don't, this is almost weird for me to be watching because this guy is so fucking shitty as a, as a leader of the band, you know. Um, and, and this dude's a fucking general. Yeah. You could tell he fucking commands what the fuck is going on, dude. And that's what I'm in, dude. Yeah, 100%. And, and if you're in a band like this and you don't have a guitar player that looks like he's in obituary circa 1992, like you're <laughs> yeah, fucking up. And fucking they up. and they got sure. two of them. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so let's 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 roll the second clip here. A little bit more of uh, this fucking action. You know, I like the two full stacks with the two twelve on top. I'm, I'm into that. This is this fucking chug part, oh, dude. Yeah, I, that rhythm is like the whole that whole song is All like day. that. Yeah, that shit is fucking oh. awesome, man. <laughs> uh, I'm guessing you could find this on YouTube, right? Yeah, you can find it on YouTube, Spotify, their Bandcamp. They just put out another uh, new track, a new music video. It's like a, it's cool. It's an eight bit music video, like a music. Oh uh, wow, really? Game. 
Yeah, dude, and it's uh, we'll put the poll up sometime. Um, but it's featuring fucking Corpse Grinder. Is does a vocal wow. appearance? Wow. And like, uh, uh, so like the whole thing is like uh, about this like chick and this panther who are like the main characters of this game, like fighting the fucking band. And then like Corpse Grinder comes in as this like monster with an axe, and like is the final boss she has to fucking beat, dude. It's it's that's fucking funny. awesome, and that it's the same awesome. kind of thing. Just amazing death metal that's fucking heavy that makes you want to fucking just beat the fuck out of something around you, dude. Like it, it's fucking perfect, <laughs> man. Yeah, I definitely uh, was into this. I definitely recommend it. I definitely recommend checking out the video too. Uh, yeah. The name of the oh, song yeah. Grizz is. Uh, Surrender to the Steel. Surrender to the Steel. It's a fucking awesome video. Go check out the other one he was talking out, uh, talking about too. I will also go check that one out as soon as we're done recording. But uh, Grizz, like we said, man, one more week of Vampire Month, uh, and then we're heading into. Uh, but do you want to call it demonic December? I guess uh, that's a great name, dude. I, I can't argue with you when you got a good idea. We're do we're prepping for it already. We're doing all possession type films, uh, demons and fucking religious shit and the all that we're stuff. Do is a fucking banger. I can promise you that. Should we do that one for Christmas? Should yeah, that be dude, like our Christmas. 100%. Our Christmas yeah, episode, like that. yeah, that's 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 good. We we get the birth of the Antichrist during uh, the Christmas season, but uh, I'm really looking forward to that because we don't really do too many of those, and I feel like that genre, like the possession genre, very broad. You could fit a lot of movies into that, and uh, we'll make it, we'll, it we'll make I sure, yeah, we'll make sure we do a little bit of everything. I feel like we accomplished that this month. Uh, we yeah, did new dude, shit, we did old shit, we did ninety shit, we did. You know, a little bit of fucking everything. And we're going to go um, back. We're take it down. Yeah, we're going to the 80s to the now, bush, right? Baby. I think that was from 88 <laughs> or 89, it said, right? 80, yeah, I think it was 89. So Something like that. We'll see how it goes, uh, man. Yeah, I'm excited. Any new movie, man, I'm into it. I want to just fucking, I want to find some new shit. We're hoping that you guys are going out and finding these movies and watching them also. Uh, if we have to suffer through them, so do you. And I guess maybe more precisely if grizz has to suffer through them so do you uh i enjoy all this shit i am i must have some sort of brain damage uh but grizz i think that just about wraps it up uh where can they find you on the internet you can find me on instagram at kane underscore enabler and you can find me at Bad Taste Video, and you can find everything we do at www.badtastevideopodcast. We have a Patreon where we put up some shit that you may not be able to find in other places, and hopefully we don't get in trouble for it eventually, but you have to pay to see it anyway. Uh, we also have a uh, Discord channel. We have uh, fucking pretty much everything linked through our website. Uh, like I said before, also 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Tuesday, barring some sort of holiday or some shit like that. We go live on our YouTube channel to record this podcast slash video. I guess we're technically a bad taste video now. Um, we Your diary? Is that... <laughs> yeah, vlog, video <laughs> vlog kind of thing. I don't know. We're not a vlog. But uh, yeah, check us out. Uh, also support our friends EK at Laser Graves uh, podcast he's always coming on for our Polonia shit we're gonna have to have him on for Terror House and you're gonna have to sit through it fucking Uh, anyway Um, but uh, a big get well soon to our buddy Kairu Gore over from Dead with my friends now he's also going through the illness right now like myself so uh, hopefully you're you're better by turkey day my brother because we gotta get these fucking food in us good we're 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 I'm predicting you will be fine uh 
Who is there? Is there anybody else, man? Do we do we owe an apology to anybody or anything like that? No, right? I, dude, I'm never sorry. We talking about fuck that, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> uh, so, Grizz, is there anything else that you would like to uh, to say to these uh, fine happy people? To everybody, if you celebrate, you know, I get it if you don't, but I love me some fucking food, especially some goddamn stuffing. Dude, I'm going to go ham. I'm going to fucking destroy me a whole fucking plate of fucking yeah. stuffing, dude. That's it. Uh, don't go to the stores on Black Friday. Just order shit online. If you're going to do that, leave those poor fucking uh, retail workers alone. Be nice. All right. I, I like that now, like, they're kind of rolling back from that whole, like, Black Friday mania thing. The whole like, week now, dude. Like, the sales are, like, yeah. So like, and shit. Now you don't have people getting Remember trampled. What? Dude, it used to be crazy. It used to be the wildest fucking shit. Yeah, like, the videos are just killed. people, like, fucking fisticuffs over a fucking toy and shit, dude. I was like, man. Dude, people get shot over, like, a PlayStation and shit, all sorts of stuff. Kinda, people, kinda workers it, getting beaten up over dumb stuff. I'm so glad I, that I shit is over seeing, with. I don't know. I, I live for seeing the worst in people. So, yeah. like, you know part what? of me misses the, uh, the stupidity that uh, would unfold every year. You know what? If you're going to buy shit on Black Friday, like, just buy shit from, like, you know, the smaller DVD, Blu-ray companies that are doing stuff. All yeah, these, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, how far is out with his fucking shit? Right, retro release yeah, video. Retro. Yeah, uh, come on, anybody now. deserves it. It's that fucking kid. Come on, yeah, come on now, come on now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that just about wraps it up. Happy Thanksgiving! Thank you, everybody in the chat for coming. We hope you uh, enjoy your days off if you have them, and uh, we'll see you next week with what was the first name of it. I think it's Wicked, a.k.a. Wicked? Outback Vampires. There you go. See you next week.